G'day, and thank you for joining us on the Outpost Church podcast. I trust that this teaching from our church camp, which came to us from Dave and Ruth Ridley out of the book of Ephesians, will be a blessing to you. We pray that it hits you where you need to be hit, and we pray that you uh, are able to apply this for your good, for the good of those around you, and for the glory of God. God bless you. Ready to take notes, got your Bible there, already open to Ephesians, because you know we've been going through Ephesians. Your ears are open, your hearts are open, and you have faith that God can speak through this vessel here, your heart. Yes. Thank you, Father. Oh my gosh, what a privilege it is to be here with you guys. I just feel like I have just... Oh, fallen in love with you all. Such beautiful people bound together in such a glorious family. Oh, bless you. Thank you. Okay. So, I'm going to summarise where we've been so far. Um, Dave started off on Friday night. Um, as we've been going through Ephesians, starting off looking at sonship. It's so important, it's pinnacle for us to live as believers, uh, our identity. Not to be obsessed with it and be like, oh, I'm the son of God, I'm the son of God, and be walking around telling everyone I'm the son of God. When you know who you are, you don't need to parade it, because you just are that. But because of what Jesus has done, because of this incredible, marvellous plan of God, we have been brought into his family as, as sons and as daughters of the living God. Wow. We're children of God. And, then I continued on, as children of God, we're not an island. We don't stand alone as this like incredible child of God that's going to go out and change the world by himself. We will. We'll do it great exploits for God, but we're a part of this marvellous family. And he, the Lord calls his family a body. Some families are a little bit, like, um, unfortunately, you know, fragmented and they're a family, but they just, they're not close, they, you know, a bit disjointed, they don't like them, that person doesn't get along with them. But, but God's idea of family is to be a body working together, meshed together. It is so much greater being joined together as, as a body of Christ on the earth. And I believe that the more that we understand the revelation of what that means to be the body and our part in the body, and I didn't get to go into like spiritual gifts and things like that, but there, I mean, there's so much that goes on to be a part of the body and make Maybe just inspire you to like just want to know and understand and grow and find um, what does it look like as my part in the body and it might change and if we're all still growing to understand what our part is, there's still we can still be ourselves, we can still love, we can still serve, we can still get behind our leaders and bless them. We can um, the Bible is full, full of what it looks like to be a body. We're hospitable, we um, 
invite people into our homes, we serve each other, we love each other. There's plenty in the Bible that we can read and we can continue to seek the Lord. What does it look like? What are you doing here on earth through us, your church? And how can I continue to cheer on and bring life and encouragement to other body parts where do I fit? It is profound. Ah, oh, continue to expand our heart and mind. And then Dave continued to go on as, um, what does that look like? Because Ephesians gives us this great understanding. The first few chapters is like who we are individually, who we are as the church, the body. And then it goes in practically, okay. So that looks like something. We don't just fill ourselves with understanding and then don't do anything about it. It looks like something. And we are, all of us are ministers. All of us have been equipped by the Holy Spirit to be ministers. It is all of our, our, our roles and our jobs as Christians to um, either, if we're being like, um, put as a leader in the church, we, we minister to the saints and we build them up and equip them for the work of ministry. And then all the rest of us, we get to be ministers to the world and we go out and we get to be the hands and feet and the tangible love of Jesus to the person in um, our sphere of influence. We get to take the love of Jesus out into the world and make it look like something practically. We get to take the righteousness and the justice and the truth and the power and the healing and the love to people that are not going to walk into the church to experience the presence of God there. Not until you take it out and you show them what he looks like. choose to work through us. We are all ministers. And I believe when we understand that, we will just see such a great reformation in our nation. Because we will go into the places that we're passionate about. Whether it be education or agriculture or hospitality. And we will just see God's heart manifest in that place. And when there's like one, two, three, five, ten, a hundred, thousand, thousands of people living as Jesus, knowing that I am I am Jesus to my sphere of influence, man, the world is is getting rocked and is going to continue yeah. to get transformed by this church. Yeah. So excited about it. So I'm going to continue to um, pull out some treasures from the book of Ephesians. Practically, what it looks like for us individually with this understanding of being a son, being part of this incredible body, as being a minister, what, how does our life look practically? I want to give you tools. I, want to, I, want, I really hope that this platterboard of things that I throw out today, that you'll be able to grab something and add it to your tool, that add it to your life, that it will enrich your life to be... Um, more powerful minister of the gospel. So, in chapter 4, Paul says, Therefore, because of all this that I've just explained to you, therefore, because of this, walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you've been called. You've been called to all this, therefore, walk in a manner that's worthy. What is this manner that is worthy? How, how is our life different now? What does it look like to walk, to practically 
lifestyle that's worthy of this. And he talks about the unity of the church. Oh my gosh, there's so much I'd love to unpack, but the importance of we, we bring unity in the church and we have this new life. And if in Ephesians 4.22, he says, you know, therefore, put off your old self. Put off your old self, which is corrupt, with deceitful desires. We take off, take off our old self. <laughs> so good. My old self. I don't want it anymore. My deceitful desires, these desires that tell me I want revenge. I'm not going to forgive her. You know what? I can just take that vibe. The deceitful desires that are ungodly, that are wickedness, we take it off. That is not me. That is my old identity. I do not have a sinful nature anymore. Well, that's offensive. I'm not a sinner. I'm a saint. Hallelujah. Right. I have my heart has been made new and my nature, my identity. The very reason that I'm a child of God, I'm through Jesus and Jesus alone, I'm like holy and righteous. Can I still sin? Yes, I can. If I'm not believing who I am, I still have the ability to sin. But I'm going to put on my new nature. Take off my new nature. Take off my old nature, which was deceitfulness, which was sin, and I put on my new nature of Christ's likeness, of holiness, of righteousness, of truth. Now, this is so important. This is one of the reasons we need each other, because we remind each other daily, like, Hey man, like no, you're not, you're not, you know, a liar. Remember, we can tell the truth now. This is our, our new nature. Hey, like remember, you're not a grumpy dad. Like you're a loving dad. You're a patient dad. <laughs> you know? We remind each other daily. Like remember our new nature. Remember, we we walk in love continually. We're patient all the time. Oh, all the time. Because that's who we are. Life of holiness is a life of love. 
life of truth, but it's a life of truth in love. Um, I'm going to do you a massive favour today, and I'm going to give you an opportunity for you to learn a Bible verse. So, this is our verse for the day. Ephesians 5, 1 to 2. Put your hand up if you know it off by heart. Ephesians 5, 1 to 2. Great! That's so good. You're all going to learn it today. So yeah. glad. If you all knew it off by heart, I'd just walk out of the room. You already knew it. Alright. Okay, so. Repeat after me. You can close your eyes. You can open your eyes. Therefore. Therefore, 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 be imitators of God. Be imitators of God. Alright, close your eyes now. I want you to repeat after me. Therefore, therefore be imitators of God. Therefore, be imitators of God. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. Oh, you're doing so well. The reason I'm getting you to close your eyes is because when you're in bed and your Bible is on your bedside table and the light is out, you're going to be able to pull it up because it's in your head. All right. And therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. Go for it. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. And walk in love. And walk in love. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love. Gosh, you're doing so well. Shane, can you do it off by heart with your eyes closed? Therefore. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. Is it not Walk in love. Walk in love. Well done. You're doing so good. Oh, my gosh. I just, um, side, side note. You can open your eyes. Um, I just want to encourage you to learn the scripture off by heart. Put it in here so you can meditate on it and dwell on it and feast on it when you're walking down the street, when you're driving your car. You know what? Holy Spirit is going to bring it up and bring it up and remind you. When you've got the scripture in here and you meditate on it and let it sink into your heart, it actually becomes who you are. So the power of medita- like learning the scriptures and meditating on it's not just for kids, it's for all of us. Yeah. Learning scripture, putting it in your heart. Good. Learn a whole chapter, flip, learn a whole book. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> learn a whole book off by heart and then you can decide, pull it out and you know what? You're going to be a walking, talking Bible. You're going to be a living Bible. Um, okay. One last time, and then I'll keep going on. Close your eyes. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us. I'll do it again later because there's still more. Therefore, be imitators of God as the loved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Wow. So, even if the only thing is you walk away with this verse and, and the Lord continues to teach you through this verse, great. 
I'm going to unpack it together and hopefully stir your heart, but Holy Spirit will teach you. All right, Christy, mm -hmm. come out here for a second. Yeah, Christy. Christy, I would love you. Um, you know, you know that dance I did for you yesterday. Can you show it, right? Ready, set, go. <laughs> the dance that I did, imitate it. That's <laughs> really good. Come on, like you know the dance that I did. Imitate the dance that I did. <laughs> oh, she's a... Never mind. Thanks, Christy. Um, <laughs> um, Laura, Laura, come here. You know the joke I told you. Can you tell everyone here? <laughs> it was really funny. Did you remember laughing? The joke that I told you. <laughs> oh, so embarrassing. No. Thanks, Laura. <laughs> that was a trick. She's on me. She's on you. You know what? You can't imitate what you haven't seen. Yeah. I didn't do it then. And I didn't tell a joke. I can't expect it. I can't expect Christy to imitate the wonderful dance that I didn't do because she can sing to a dance. I can't expect Laura to retell my wonderful joke because I didn't tell it to her. Be imitators of God. How can we imitate God if we don't know God? How can we imitate God if we don't know what he looks like? How can we imitate the things that he's saying if we don't even know what he's saying? Yeah. How can we obey scripture if we don't even know it? Yeah. So this is practical. This is so practical. Yes, we need to understand stuff. But if we want to look like God, we need to know him. And you know how we can know him? The children of God, we can know him. We can know him through his scripture. We can know him personally. God, in his great love for us, he revealed himself to us by sending himself down to the earth. He, you know that Jesus was fully God and fully man. He's the very image of God. Jesus is what God looks like. Jesus is God with flesh on. If we don't see it in Jesus, then it's probably not God. Yeah. Look at Jesus. Study Jesus' life. How did Jesus live? How did he walk? How did he act? What did he say? Jesus is God. He's revealed to us what God is like. Jesus is God. We can be imitators of God because we know him, because we're his children, we hear him. Because we read the word of God and we, and we know what he's like, he reveals himself to us and, and, we, and we study the life of Jesus. We know how to imitate God because we know Jesus. We know the way that he walked. It's easy. <laughs> Amen. 
Christy, I'm not going to play a trick on you this time, but I want you again. <laughs> and this time, I'm going to lie to you. I'm not playing a trick on you. You put the trick on Can you see through this? Oh, I'll keep my eyes closed as well. Right. <laughs> now, Christy, how much do you know your dad's voice? Oh, I'm pretty, pretty familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think if your dad was able to speak in this room, even with a blindfold on, you'd know the difference between your dad's voice and someone else's voice? Definitely. Okay. Well, let's just test it because who knows? Okay? I'm going to point to different people in the room and I'd like you to say something to Christy. If you can't think of anything, just say I love you, Christy. We all love her. <laughs> um, and I want you to tell us. Yes, that's that, and then it's not that. Are you ready? Yeah. Morning, Christy. <laughs> not that. I actually can, 
I am called to be like my dad. Wow, what a privilege. He would have put something in the Bible that we can't do. Wow, I get to look like him. I get to imitate him. I actually get to do what he's doing. Oh, what an incredible promise. Promise. It's It's more than an opportunity. He's inviting us into something great. Okay. Kids that know their dad and love their dad will naturally copy them anyway. Mm-hmm. I've seen my kids copy Dave often. Mm-hmm. Not even consciously. Dave tells a joke, they tell a joke. Our table is raucous every night with kids trying to tell dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> they just think dad's jokes are the funniest. That's my boy. <laughs> and it is like, it is like, it is hard to pull down the seriousness. Like, hey guys, serious, close your eyes, we're going to pray, we're going to pray. Because they just want to tell raucous jokes like their dad. And they're not even trying to be like him, they just love him and they think he's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Love children who just copy their dad because they hang out with him and is their, is what they're looking at, is what they copy. When you hang out with someone, you become like them, naturally. So be careful. Seriously. Okay. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. And walk in love. 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 Walk in love is a continual action. It's... Whoa. Walking in love, it's a continual action, it's a progression, it's walking in love, I'm getting better at walking in love, I'm continuing, it, it's a lifestyle, we're walking in it, we're moving in it, it's a verb, it's a doing thing, we don't just feel love for people, we walk in love, yeah. it's an ongoing lifestyle that we're growing in. Um, now, I'm a teacher. I haven't actually taught any kind of curriculum for years. I'm teaching toilet training at the moment. I'm (laughs) teaching kids to brush their teeth. I'm teaching these glorious, wonderful things as a mum. But as as a teacher, for four years, I was trained how to understand where a child was at and to scaffold and take them from one position to the next. And I learnt. Pretty obvious, I'm sure you all know this. I wouldn't take a reception kid, first grade, just freshly started school and say, all right, today we are gonna write a novel. (laughs) Thousand page novel. All right, here's your pens, go for it. (laughs) You just don't do that. As a teacher, you don't expect something, you don't require something of a kid that they can't do because they'll feel like an absolute failure and they hate school and they never want to come back. Well, God is a wonderful teacher, but he's also a wonderful father and he knows every single one of us where we're at and he's not going to require something of us that we can't do. So when he says, the imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love, that's attainable for all of us. He's telling all of us, walk in love. A lifestyle of love is actually what we're made for. It's actually what we're made for.
natural thing in the world for us to walk in love. We know that if we don't know what love looks like, just study the life of Jesus, study the word of God. It tells us how to love, to be patient, to be kind, to be gentle, to speak in truth to each other, build each other up. The Bible's full of what love looks like. Ephesians, gosh, please, read Ephesians. It's full of it. So we walk in love. Um, he wouldn't ask us if he hadn't made it possible. I wouldn't ask my kids to drive a car as a five-year-old. Easy. But God doesn't just say walk in love once you've been a Christian for a long time. This is something that we can all do and we're all called to do. Yeah. I believe that love is something that is given and received and it's much more natural to give when we received it, but it is also something learned. So it's both. Kids that are loved, love. I look at little Shekinah, my daughter, and she's just like this factory of love. She just tells me all the time that she loves me. She is so loved and so adored, and naturally, she just feels love and loves people. But it's also, love is something that's taught. It's something that's learned. It's a, it's a decision as well. I'm going to love my kids, and even when I feel really cranky, I'm going to be patient. I'm going to be gentle. I'm going to be kind. It's something that's copied. It's something that's imitated. So all of this. Um, now in in year 12, actually, I encountered Jesus as a kid and just loved him the whole way through my life. I've never had like, a rebellious stage. I believe like, that we can just have so much like, hope for our kids that our kids are never going like, to walk out of relationship with us or God. I have loved the Lord my whole life and it is a, test, like, a testimony. I felt like I didn't have a testimony because I didn't like, fall away from us. But like, we, can, we, can, we can all know God without going through heartbreak. Yeah. But... Everyone's story is different, so there's no like, comparison, but the story that I wanted to get is at school, I would uh, run these prayer meetings, sometimes I was the only one there, you the Lord, <laughs> and I would pray for my fellow students that they would know God, and they would love God, and I just believe, I just wanted to revival to sleep, 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 Week through my school, just fire, and just everyone would go, Jesus, I'm all in love with you. And I'd just spend time in the presence of God. I would go into my bedroom at night time and I would pray and I'm like, God, like, just love you. I remember one night my sister, who's on the other side of the wall from me, she came into my bedroom and she's like, What's going on? And I was like, praying so loudly in the middle of the night. Must have woken her up. But I just, like this is all glory to God. This is not like me. I'm not showing off because I can't do this if God didn't put his finger on my life and show me who he was. My heart was filled with so much love for my year or my school. I would walk into my common room and just be like, oh, I just love you! Oh! <laughs> 
went out for a finished school. I just wanted to keep in contact with them all. I did, and it was just impossible. But I just truly loved all of these, like lots of very insecure young people in my year level, and I would, you know, if there was someone sitting on a table by themselves, I would make sure I would go and sit with them. And I just loved them. I loved them. I truly loved them. But it didn't take me long to realise. Other people don't love me like I love them. It's okay. Those people don't even like me at all. I don't know why. I think that like no, not everyone loves me, and it's okay. Um, maybe my personality ticks people off, but I felt okay about that because my love is not insecure for you. I just love you so much because I'm realising that this isn't my love, this is actually God's love for you. I just like love you. Like when I was praying for Erin the other day, I just felt like this massive way. I already thought it was great. It reminds me of a different. But I just felt like this wave of God. Like when you pray for people, just the wave of love of God, where I just felt like I could just see into his heart. And I was like, oh, Please, I feel like this is one of the most important things. 
saved about God. Yeah. To walk in love, we need to first know love. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's so hard to require love of somebody, to get Christy to imitate a dance that she hadn't actually seen, to require love of someone that hasn't first received love. We need to be the best receivers of God's love so we can be the best conduits of his love. Yeah. And the more we receive, the more we just, our hearts will just be exploding and we just like, give me somebody to love. Like, we just, you know, finding victims to just pour the love of God on. <laughs> God's love doesn't require. We, they don't have to love us for us just to pour goodness and kindness and love and generosity over people. And God's love for us is like that too. He doesn't require us to love him. To love us. Remember, he loved us first. Yeah. And we demonstrate God's love to the world. Um, so I, I'll go into my room and I will just be like, God, remind me again of how much you love me. And I just sit and receive God's love. It doesn't even have to be in my room. It can be while I'm doing dishes. It can be like, you know, while I'm driving, I'm like, oh, remind me fresh of your love for me. I just lean in and I'm like, oh, that's right. I just remember all the good things you've done. Oh, I just feel like I'm getting this, like, drunk on your goodness as I recall your kindness to me. You've given me an incredible husband. You've blessed me with these children. God, you're so kind to me. And I remember and I recall his goodness. I recall his love. I remember and I just let him just Feel me and remind me of his great love for me. And I just get drunk on his love. And it looks and feels different for everyone, right? But I'll spend time remembering his love and his goodness and greatness. It's so important. I'll spend time, I'll get on the piano. I love doing this, particularly when the kids are asleep and days out. I'll just like blast. Like I'll just worship my heart out. I don't even know any songs, guys. I just play chords. I play my heart out and I just express my heart and I worship to the Lord. And I enjoy Him. I enjoy His presence. I just tell Him how much I love Him. I tell Him how much I love Him. I tell Him how much I love Him and I remember how much He loves me. I just worship. I spend time in His presence. Or I'll even just put some music on and just dance my heart out. Because that's another way I love to express. And I feel the presence of God when I dance. I get out into nature and I'm just like in awe of like, oh my gosh, God, you put your hair, you put your tiny hairs on blades of grass. The people are just going to step on and not even take notice of like, oh, awesome. painted little dots on the backs of beetles. Like just get blown away with like the intricate detail of this like, Hair in small things, and then I look at myself and my father. You sound greater than these. Like, there's all different ways that I just remember God's love for me, and I just get overwhelmed in His love. I remember again. I remember again His love for me. I get just filled up, just like intoxicated with His love for me. If I went around the room and asked you, how do you feel loved by God? Then there's probably lots, a whole range of different things that we can hear and be like, oh, that's a good idea, I might try that. Oh, why don't you do that? Why do that too? Oh, I never thought of that. That's a really great way. Because we're all different and our relationship with the Lord.
use these ways, I find them really, really, really helpful. Just remembering God's love for me. Um, I'm so sorry, I'm such a fine optimist. Where am I up to? It's probably about 20 minutes or something. Anyway, after receiving God's love, we are. After receiving God's love, I feel like it just it, it grows our heart, it expands our heart. When we receive love, we have love. And we can be imitators of... Can we get that back up? <laughs> <laughs> now look at this, guys. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love, oh my gosh, as, as Christ loved us. What? Walk in love as Christ loved us. Is there any example greater than the love of Jesus? As Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, that is a huge benchmark. Yeah. Our example of love is Jesus' love for us, that he gave himself up for us. Not only do we love, but we love as Jesus loved. Yeah. That is such a great love. That is, he is our standard of love. Oh God, would you continue just to just explode our heart and our mind with your love, that we would understand the depth and the riches and the width and the depth and the height of your love. Give us the capacity. Oh, I love that prayer in Ephesians. Just I just pray that each of you have the strength and the capacity, increasing capacity, to know the love of Christ, the depth and the width and the height and the magnitude of his great love towards us. Expand our heart, Father, to receive your love. Alright, let's read it all together. Ready, set, go. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. One last thing about, I mean, gosh, we could go on for ages. The love of Christ, who gave himself up for us, that is a sacrificial life. A life of serving, a life of giving, a life of humility. It's not a life of like, you know, woe is me, you are greater, I will pour my life out for you and like, woe is me. You know, like, it's important for us to love ourselves in a healthy way so we can love others. It's not a lack of love for us when we love other people greatly, by the way. Can you repeat that? Loving other people with Christ's love living a life of sacrifice and service for other people doesn't mean we don't love ourselves. I actually believe that we can love people greater when we love ourselves well in a healthy way. I'm not saying self-obsession 
but then we're not self-hatred either. When we, when we realise how incredible it is, this, the gift it is to be me, that God has made me and he loves me and I'm a child, I'm dearly loved and I receive his love, I'm like, oh gosh, like what a privilege it is. I'm so humbled, Father, that you have like, made me. I, I love being me. I love being me. What a privilege it is to be me. And now like, I'm secure I, as a daughter. I love being me. I'm going to take care of me. I'm going to feed myself the right food because man God's got a lot of jobs for me to do. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna exercise, I'm going to eat good food because I need this body to last me a good hundred years. I love being me and I wanna I wanna bless the world and now therefore because I'm looking after myself and I, I love and I appreciate who God has made me and I'm secure in this. I'm not focused like so much on me. I can actually love healthily. Yeah. You know, when, you, when your car's functioning properly, then you can actually get to the places you want to get to. Your car's always breaking down, and uh, it's really hard to get places. So I believe that, um, yeah, we walk in love. Um, yes, we love ourselves, but we can, we can love others in a, in a great way um, with Christ's example, a life of giving, a life of serving, not neglecting ourselves, but... Not being obsessed with ourselves, you know, in a healthy way. Okay, let's read it again. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. As a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. Isn't that beautiful? That as we as we copy our dad as his kids and we love people, our life sends off this beautiful aroma, this perfume that reaches our father's nostrils and he's like, ah.
more than what we as parents yeah. like can experience. Yeah, it's good. Um, what, a, what an honour it is, Father, to bring you pleasure. It's an act of worship, guys. It's an act of worship. It's an act of um, delight to the Lord. All right, we're going to do it once with our eyes open and then once with our eyes closed. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. All right, close your eyes. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. All right, who thinks they can do it by themselves? Dave, you volunteer someone, you get to do it first. <laughs> Alright, come on, we can cheer you on. If you need to open your eyes, you can. But. Here we go. Therefore, the imitators of Christ. Therefore, the imitators of God. I'm like completely lost. As beloved children. And walk. No, I'm like off. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Good. Walk. walk in love. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. As Christ loved us uh -huh. yeah. and gave Himself up for us. Yes. Yeah. A fragrant offering. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And and sacrifice to God. To God. Well done. Erin, your turn. Really. <laughs> I'm blessing you. Um, therefore, the imitators of God as God's children and... Yeah, keep going. Walk. And, and walk. And, uh, what do we want to walk in? Love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's our example. As... As... An uh, example that Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got the four main parts. There's one more. That's alright. You've done good. Well done, Erin. Who here? Who I should have put in a whole bunch of chocolate <laughs> for a prize, which I'm not going to tell you. <laughs>
Okay, obviously we haven't done it enough. Let's let's just do it two more times. I want it, I want to get it into us, okay? Okay. Let's read it. Therefore, be imitators of God as loved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. A fragrant offering, a sacrifice to God. And again, therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love. As Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. I'd like you to all close your eyes now. And this is something that I do. And I'd just like to give us an opportunity now just to talk to the Lord. And I believe that God has crafted us and made us for relationship, relationship with each other, but even more so, even more than that, God has actually intricately, delicately created us for a relationship with himself. And so he has wired us to hear him. It should be more natural than breathing to receive and hear God and it's something that we can tune ourselves into and I believe that he speaks to us in lots of ways and he puts if the, the devil can put bad ideas into our head, how much more can God? But good ideas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. If, if, if the devil can put ideas into our head and cause us to fear and cause us, you know, how much more can God speak to us and God minister to us his love and his truth? I believe that God speaks to us. But sometimes it's so small that we think that it could be ourselves. Um, if, you, if you're just listening to the Lord and something comes into your mind or your heart that is not scriptural or it's nothing that Jesus would have said or done, then just toss it out. We're learning to hear him. Alright, let's ask the Lord. Why don't you repeat after me? And then just like open up your heart and mind to whatever the Lord wants to drop in. Father. Let's try it again. Father. Father. Can you show me how much you love me? Let him remind you afresh.
season. Father, Father. what's something that you enjoy about me? Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, what's something that you want to tell me about? What's something that you want to tell me about? And now, as Ephesians 5, 18 says, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, let's ask him to fill us, to empower us with his Holy Spirit afresh. Because being filled with the Holy Spirit, let's keep, keep being filled with the Holy Spirit. So Heavenly Father, please fill me afresh with your Holy Spirit. Just breathe in, just breathe in deep and just believe in faith that you're receiving is just pouring over you right now and just welling up within you. through faith. Heavenly Father, I ask that you just fill us afresh today with your love, your great love for us. That you'll fill us afresh with your Holy Spirit. Your Spirit who Father, you have chosen to come and live in us. We are your people, we are your body, we are a temple of your Holy Spirit. Fill us afresh today. Empower us to love like you love, to walk like you love, to imitate you, Father. To walk a life of love that is so great, that reflects you to the world around us. And love looks like something. It's patient, it's kind, it's bringing truth, it's bringing justice where there's injustice, it's bringing resources where there's a lack, it's bringing food where there's hungry. Father, would you guide us and lead us into the places in the world where we are meant to bring your light? Father, in the spheres and influences that we're already in, Father, give us opportunities to love people to speak truth to people, to speak encouragement to people, to, to hear, bring healing to people, to see your kingdom released through our lives. 
Because we are your body here on earth. We get to be conduits of your love and your power and your truth to the world around us. You've empowered us with your Holy Spirit and with your great love. Inspire us, encourage us, help us to build the disciplines in our life, Father, where we will daily come before you and receive all that you have for us afresh, to receive your word every day, to encounter you through the scriptures. Father, I ask that you will just burn a hunger in each of our hearts even more than ever to know you, to, to get into your word and to understand you and discover you through your holy scriptures. Father, we love you. We are your kids and we lay our lives down for you. Remind us, remind us of who you are, your great love for us and the world around us. We want to be like you. We want to be like you, Father. We want to live a life that reflects your glory, that brings a sweet-smelling delight to you, Father. In Jesus' name, everyone said? Amen. I'm going to encourage you and exhort you, my brothers and sisters in the Lord, to read Ephesians. Memorize scripture. Meditate on it day and night so it will go well with you. To continue to study what did, who God is so we can imitate him and live a life of love empowered by his Holy Spirit. To daily come before him. Every morning when I wake up, before I get out of bed, I'm like, Father, I just receive. Like, I just like, I love you, Father. I love you. I love you. I worship you. And I just receive all that you have for me today. And I just sit. I just receive. I tell him how much I love him. I receive his love. My Father, is there anything that you want to speak to me about today? Is there any people that you want me to bless today? I want to receive a word fresh from him every morning. Even if I've got to jump out and chase kids, you know, out of the chicken house or whatever, you know, I want to receive all that he has for me daily. To build disciplines in our life is a wonderful thing. Let's read it. Let's enjoy it. What a delight, what a privilege, what an honour it is, Father, to be your children, to be part of your church, to be ministers of you to the world and, and to live a life to know your love and to carry it to the world. I bless you all in 